0: Thank you so much for connecting one more time. I am Giancarlo Vigliatoro, pastor for Victory Church in Odessa, Texas, and it is my honor that you are investing time today watching this video. Today I would like to share with you a message that I call the Lord's Grace, and it has to do with communion, the Lord's Supper. And there are so many things that people talk about it. Some people do not like to take communion some people think that is necessary in each service and there are so many variables about it and i would like to share with you some thoughts that i think will help you to understand better what is the implication of taking communion and if there is a reason why you shouldn't take communion so let's start by reading the scripture in the book of hebrews chapter 4 verses 14 to 16 we find A definition that is amazing in regards of the role of our Lord Jesus Christ in the process of our relationship with God. You know, the the Lord Jesus is considered the Lamb of God. We Christians believe that through His sacrifice on Calvary, we have access to eternity by grace, by faith. In that particular portion, it states that We have a high priest, the Lord Jesus Christ, who understands how we feel when we live temptations. Temptations are things that we face on a regular basis, not because we are looking for temptations, but it's just because it's part of life. And in that portion, it says that the Lord Jesus was tempted in everything, and yet, without sin. That's why He is the Lamb of God, the perfect Lamb of God with no sin that through His blood and His sacrifice we have access to eternity. That's the most amazing thing that we could ever understand, receive, and appreciate. But how awesome is this that our High Priest, the Lord Jesus was tempted and yet without sin. You know, he struggled with similar issues that you go through. Temptations in different areas like you have temptations with. And guess what? The Lord Jesus overcame each one of those temptations. He always used the word of God to refuse the temptation and not get into it. I love that because he understands that even though We can feel the temptation. We can be tempted. There is a solution for it. And it's through the Word of God. Actually, the verse 16 says, Let's go with confidence near the throne of grace so we might find the grace and mercy to help us in time of need. That is wonderful. Do you realize that? That when you are in need, Then is when you will receive the help coming from God. There are two words that i like to share with you right now. One is mercy and the other is grace. And I think that those definitions that I found one day uh, given by different ministers are so interesting. Let's start with the first one. Mercy is not receiving the punishment that we deserve. Isn't it interesting? Mercy is not receiving the punishment that we deserved. Because in fact, by having a life with sin, naturally, there is a consequence of that, the punishment was something that we should live. However, through His mercy, we do not receive that punishment. That is one word, mercy. Now what is the other word? The other word is grace. And what is grace? Grace is receiving a favor that we did not deserve. Receiving a favor that we did not deserve. Those are two different things, my friends. With the mercy of God, we are free of guilt. But through His grace, we have the favor of God that we didn't deserve. But now He is giving us it that grace, that mercy. Now, let's continue talking about the temptations. James tells us something about it. In the chapter number one, verse 12 to 15, James explains to us that actually the temptation, first of all, we cannot say, oh, God is tempting me because God cannot tempt anyone. You know, God cannot produce evil. That doesn't make any sense. The temptation comes actually as a result of what we are wanting, what we are desiring. So, when you are in the midst of temptations, what you need to think is why you are wanting those things. Because the problem is this, when you have this idea in your mind about something that is not right and you keep thinking about it, and you start to desiring that more and more, eventually, that thought will be an action. And the action constitute that sin that eventually can take you to death. And I don't think that that is what you want in your life. So the temptation starts with those thoughts about things that you want to get or do that are not right and you have to stop that at the very beginning when you realize that that thought is a bad thing you have to stop it right there now on the other hand let's hear what Paul has to say to the Romans in the chapter 6 verse 12 to 14 he is talking about how we sometimes can uh, present our bodies to participate in sin. Yes. In fact, this is what he is saying in that section. He says, stop presenting your bodies to participate in those kind of things because that is going just to take you to death. And let's talk about it. When you know that there is a thought in your mind of something that is wrong that you don't need to do anymore, but instead of stopping it there, You direct your eyes to start looking for those things. And then after your eyes are looking for those things, you want to use your mouth and you start talking about it. And eventually, your hands are going to be part of it. And at the end, your whole body is involved in sin. So that is important for you to understand that... If you don't stop the bad idea in your head, in your mind, if you do not stop that bad thought, eventually you will start using your eyes, your mouth, your hands, your whole body going in the wrong direction. And the result of that is going to produce a lot of pain in your life. So many people suffer the consequences of sin not just in their financial life, but also relationships. But some of them, they suffer the consequence of sin in their own bodies because they were participating in things that are not nice. Is that what you want for your life? I don't think so. So let's remember what Paul says here, stating that now we are under God's grace. We live under God's grace, and that is a great inspiration for us. On the other hand, I would like to read for you directly from the scripture, the same author, Paul, talking to the Romans, chapter 8, from verses 1 through 14. Let me read it for you. So anyone who is in Christ Jesus is not judged guilty. First important thing for you. When you are in Christ Jesus, regardless of what happened, you are not judged guilty anymore. Isn't it beautiful? That is because in Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit that brings life made you free. It made you free from the law that brings sin and death. The law was without power because it was made weak by our sinful selves. But God did what the law could not do. He sent his own son to earth with the same human life that everyone else uses for sin. Isn't it wonderful? The same human life, your life, my life. But the Lord Jesus used that life to fight against sin. Let me read something else here. God sent him to be an offering to pay for sin. An offering to pay for sin. So, In other words, the life of our Lord Jesus paid the price. The price for our sins. So God used a human life to destroy sin. To destroy sin. Do you understand that? Sin was destroyed in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that is the kind of life that you can live today. He did this so that we could be right just as the law said we must be. Now we don't live following our sinful selves. We live following the Spirit. That is the big difference, my friend. When we are living under the law and death and sin, we are weak, we are helpless. But now in Christ Jesus, sin is destroyed. It's totally destroyed, defeated. So you can have a victorious life in the name of Jesus. Let me keep reading. People who live following their sinful selves think only about what they want. But those who live following the Spirit are thinking about what the Spirit wants them to do. That is the difference. What kind of person are you? Are the person that is always thinking about what do you want? Or you are the person that is always thinking what God wants for you to do. If your thinking is controlled by your sinful self, there is a spiritual debt. You know, I have seen many, many Christians... That slowly they go into the path of destruction because they start to play with sin. They thought that this is a little sin, you know, I can manage this. And they go from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. Eventually they stop coming, coming to church. They don't want to participate in Bible studies. They don't want to pray. They stop reading the Bible. And when someone is going in that path, destruction is. What is going to happen? I hope you don't want that kind of future for yourself. But if your thinking is controlled by the Spirit, there is life and peace. You know, that is the big difference between people today. People that cannot have peace is because they are not thinking of what the Spirit wants them to do. They just want to please themselves. But when you are thinking of the things of the Spirit of God you will have life and peace. Why is this true? Because anyone whose thinking is controlled by their sinful self is against God. They refuse to obey God's law. And really they are not able to obey it. Those who are ruled by their sinful selves cannot please God. Imagine that. When someone is just unable To do anything that pleases God. It's horrible. The God creator of heaven and earth looking at individuals and the Lord says, You're not going to please me ever. Because you don't want to do what I say. The relationship with God is not going to work if you don't do what he says. If you want to continue doing what you want, you're going to suffer. And I don't want you to go in that direction, my friend. And you know what? If you are watching this video, it's because God wants something special for you, something different in your life. So let's keep reading. This is wonderful. You will love this. But you are not ruled by your sinful selves. You are ruled by the Spirit. If that Spirit of God really lives in you, But whoever does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Christ. Your body will always be dead because of sin. But if Christ is in you, then the Spirit gives you life because Christ made you right with God. God raised Jesus from death. And if God's Spirit lives in you, He will also give you life to your bodies that die. Yes, God is the one who raised Christ from death. And He will raise you to life through His Spirit living in you. If we die, and we die in Christ, you know what? The Spirit of God is going to take our bodies, our souls, ourselves, to heaven. Because the Spirit of God can do those things. But how do you know that? Well, because the Spirit of God did it to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the same Spirit. If we are alive, and the Lord Jesus comes in the second coming, The Spirit of God is the one who will take us to the clouds with Him. We will go with the Lord Jesus to heaven forever. It's the same Spirit of God. The same Spirit is talking to you today and is telling you there is a calling for your life. A calling for a change. But let's keep reading. So my brothers and sisters, we must not be ruled by our sinful selves. We must not live the way our sinful selves want. If you use your lives to do what your sinful selves want, you will die spiritually. I mentioned this earlier. Many believers, that they know the truth, they just go slowly in the wrong direction, trying to please themselves. If that is you, if you are a believer, that you were in fire for God one day, and now you are kind of, distant for you church is irrelevant for you reading the bible makes no sense for you saying prayers is something that doesn't make any sense god is calling you you need to come back because if you don't come back now you will suffer consequences for this and you don't need that in your life you need to come back to the lord But if you use the Spirit's help to stop doing the wrong things you do with your body, you will have true life. But let's suppose there is a sin that is controlling you today. You know what is happening? That sin is just like a virus in your mind. You are just thinking about it, thinking about it. And remember this, once you are thinking about it, you will start using your hands to take you to places and things that you can see with your eyes what is wrong. And then your mouth, you will talk about those things and eventually you will be fully involved in sin. But this is not the kind of life that God wants you to live. He wants you to have a different kind of life. A life, a true life is when you are pleasing the Spirit of God. Let me read again this portion. It says, But if you use the Spirit's help to stop doing the wrong things you do with your body, you will have true life. The Holy Spirit is going to help you, my friend, if only you give Him a chance. What is that challenge that you are living today? What is that thing that you want to get out of it? Because you can be out of that situation in the name of Jesus. You can. And experience true life when you ask to the to the good Lord, give me the strength, give me your help, in the name of Jesus, give me your Spirit's help, so I can be free of sin. Do you know what is sad in these days? Days when we should be thinking of family, and get together with people to give things for a new Christmas, because we are going to experience a New Year's Eve, with family, friends, and celebrate all together the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you know what is sad about it? Is that more people are thinking of doing wrong things more than in any other season. Because they think that by doing those things, they will have peace or joy. And it's not going to happen. If that is not what God wants you to experience. This is the season for you to reflect in your life, especially now, particularly in this moment, my friend. If you are watching this video, there is a reason. There is a reason and you know it. There is a fight inside of you. One part of you wants to do what is wrong and the other part of you wants to do what is right. That fight, it's the spiritual fight in your life and you can make the difference For yourself, and for your future, and for your family. When you say no to the sin, and yes to the good Lord. Because the bottom line is this. You are going to say yes to your master, to your Lord. Who is ruling your life today? It's a tough question, huh? Who is governing you? Who is your Lord? Sin? Or Lord Jesus Christ you can make that decision today right now because God is calling you for a change and I am certain about this that you needed to hear this message today and when you are willing to listen to this message it's the beginning of changing direction in your life you know repentance is that It's a 180 degrees change when you say, I'm going to do things right. Part of doing things right is to get involved in church again. Why you don't want to be part of the church again? You got hurt? You got disappointed? Well, I understand that, but that doesn't mean that you cannot get it right this time. You know, I'm not telling you that my church is the perfect church, I'm not telling you that I am the perfect pastor. I'm not telling you that the members of my church are the perfect people. But what I can guarantee you is that all of us in our church, Victory Church, we are doing our best to get things right. We try hard every single day. And we work together. You need that kind of friendship. You need that kind of fellowship. And there are many churches all over the world with the same desire to work together, member with member, you know. All together, fighting the fight of fate, saying no to sin. And if that represents that some people will reject you, even relatives, because you don't want to participate in sinful things, so be it. If there are people that are pulling you in the direction of sin, that will take you into the destruction path, you have to tell them, no, thank you. I'm not going to be part of it. You have to be brave enough and say, no, I want to do things right. Because on the other hand, you will have these Christians, this bunch of believers that we want to get it right. And we are all together looking for that. A life that will please God because we say no to sin. Would you like to join us? Would you like to join the army of people that believe in God and they want to do things right? I hope you want to do that. I hope that you are longing to get out of that dark spot or dark place where you could be. And if that is your case, I want to ask you to pray with me. All that I am asking you is please close your eyes and repeat the prayer that I am about to say say after me close your eyes with all faith in god say with me dear god i am so sorry i have failed to you to myself to my family i made many many mistakes i have sinned terribly in my life and i need you i need your help i want to change lord but i cannot do it on my own I need your help. I'm asking you, Lord, please forgive me for my sins and give me freedom. Give me your forgiveness, Lord, please, so I can face life in a different way. I'm asking you that you will send your Holy Spirit to dwell in my heart. I open my heart entirely, totally to you. Bring your Holy Spirit into my heart to dwell here. So your spirit will guide me and I will follow you the rest of the days of my life. Help me to understand the Bible, your word, Lord. Take me to the right church, please, God. Help me to find the right group of believers that I need to be with. Give me a new circle of friends, Lord. Reconnect me with you and your people because I really want to be close to you, Lord. In the name of Jesus amen my friend if you pray that prayer I want to ask you something else there is an email address in the screen you can see it here in the screen in the bottom of the screen send me an email and tell me Jan I said the prayer I really want to get it right and send me an email because there are so many things that I want you to know I want you to see that there are other things to do now that you are a new believer please Also, if you are in Midland or Odessa area, here in Texas, please come to Victory Church. The address is also in the bottom of the screen. Come, we meet on Sundays and we have Bible studies during the week. I lead the Bible studies myself. And I want you to come to homes where you are going to mingle with different believers and you are going to to know that there are other people exactly with similar challenges that you have. Because it's the real thing that we want. And we can do this in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to thank you for the time that you are investing watching this video. And I wish you a beautiful day. May the blessings of God come from you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much.